if you just have that little bit of an angle that relates to something that's really newsworthy, then you've just got your, you know, you've just got a ton of free traffic. Welcome to the Disruptware Podcast. Whether you're just starting up or scaling your software business, we interview the experts with ideas and strategies you can implement today. Now here's your host, Paul Clifford. Hi there, software entrepreneurs, and welcome to the Disruptware Podcast. This is the show for entrepreneurs who are either just starting out or those who already have a software company and are looking for techniques and ideas for massively scaling their business. And the way we do that is to interview experts in the market who are already running their software company. And whatever level they are at, they have great content to share. And we dig deep to get factual experiences that you can put into action right now. So on today's show, we've got Robert Burns, who's the founder and CEO of a company called PR Reach. And PR Reach is a highly successful online press release company. Not only do they publish and syndicate press releases to tier one uh, syndication networks. So in other words, those of you are like associated press. What they've also done is added more of a twist to each press release so that it gets the social mention and the, the social views as well. And coupled with that, they actually create like a, a news anchor style video release of your press release. So all that's encapsulated into one amazing package. And um, it's something that you can take advantage of um, and get some free traffic to your site, especially at launch time. But but not only that, you know, ongoing, you know, whenever a new feature comes out or, or if you have some sort of angle that you want to promote, then that's the time to uh, publish a press release and get some traffic. So uh, without further ado, let's get Rob onto the show. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks. Great. I really appreciate you coming on board. Um, I really wanted to get you on the show because, um, you know, as you know, uh, Disruptware is all about software, um, you know, and building like really awesome software apps and SaaS products. But, you know, the, the biggest issue with a lot of these uh, or a lot of my uh, customers and, uh, and followers of the podcast is obviously getting traffic and converting that traffic. Um, and, and something that, you know, you are an expert in, especially from a free traffic perspective. Um, and, um, you know, PR reach, you know, is very much a groundbreaking, you know, press release service. Um, I, I called it like PR web on steroids and, uh, you know, I mean, that's pretty much what it is, right? Give me um, your, your view, your elevator pitch of what it is. Sure. So yeah, when we decided to, uh, launch PR reach, Really what I was looking for was, you know, kind of a vulnerability in a market. I wanted to go out there and I wanted to look at something that um, would not just be, you know, because I've, I've been doing internet marketing and SEO probably for the last 12 or 14 years. And, um, you know, you see a lot of folks where they'll just kind of come out with this this product or this software thing and it's it's a bit gimmicky and, it, you know, and, and it's just really more of a hustle and they'll, they'll make a bunch of money and then, you know, it either doesn't work or, or whatever, and or, or, you know, the industry changes and, and then it's just gone and they disappear. And um, so so I wanted something that would would actually you know, be a real business. But there's there's a kind of a vulnerability in the market where, you know, maybe it's, they, they've just been static for too long, which was which actually was a case with uh, the PR companies. Um, and, and that's really what kind of prompted me to launch PR reach. And um, I look at, at PR as far as online digital press releases really kind of like publishing where, you know, publishers for the longest time, I mean, they, you know, they had a 17th century marketing model where they would just dictate to the customers how, you know, they, you know, they would, they would be published. And, 
you know, with, with the, you know, the advent of the internet and how things have really kind of grown and evolved. Now people choose, you know, how, how they're going to market themselves and, and how they're going to market their products and their books. And, and really the publishing industry just got completely passed by. I mean, just like kind of the record industry, same thing mm. where, you know, they, they had this model where they said, this is how things are going to be done. And they didn't really want to change with the times and they just disappeared with press releases. It's, it's been, I, I think a lot of the, um, technology is just so embedded and it's so old that it's really hard for them, uh, some of the other companies to really be flexible and, and really grow with, with, uh, how, how the internet has changed things. And so when I came out with PR reach, uh, we just looked at, so, you know, what else can we add? What can we make this so that this is a 21st century product and, and how can we build our platform so that it's flexible enough? If things don't work, then we can get rid of them. And if we need to add new things that we can, and, and that was really our, my whole game plan behind PR reach. And, and that's what we did. And so we, uh, a couple of things that separated us that makes us a little bit different is we have a huge social media component where we actually, when you publish, you know, not only does it go out to, you know, tier one syndication, which means, you know, like Associated Press and LexisNexis and Reuters and, you know, all the things that the big companies send to. Um, we also have our own social media network um, that that will that the press releases will actually go out to, um, which is huge because, you know, 90% of the journalists are actually use things like Twitter, believe it or not. Um, when they're, when they're doing their, their news, I mean, people, you know, journalists will either follow Twitter to see what's going on. You know, a lot of the, you know, third world countries, um, you know, if there's something happening there, then, you know, usually it's going to pop up on Twitter before, before anywhere else, or, you know, a YouTube video or something like that. So, um, so we have this huge social media component and then we also, uh, which, which is completely different than, than every press release company is we, we actually have a video press release. So we have a newsroom with an anchor person that will actually read off your press release and then embed that video in your press release. So every, every press release company in the world, um, when you send out a press release company or when you send out a press release, excuse me, um, it's basically you talking about your stuff where with ours, we actually have somebody else that is talking about you. So it, it gives you that much more credibility and, you know, psychologically, uh, uh, it, it gives you a bit of an advantage. So, yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, someone reading the news, you know, it's, it's like, like exactly. the, the, yeah, we don't the, try I, to be fake news. I mean, no. we don't try to fake somebody out and, you know, you know, have like a fake Walter Cronkite or something in there. And, and sure. but you know, it, it is news. So, so we call it, you know, a video news release. So mm. it's just a, you know, a news person reading it. And, and so, um, you know, people can also uh, take those videos and embed them on their website. So it adds credibility mm. to, you know, whatever business you might, you might have. I mean, I, you know, that, so that's brilliant because basically, so let's take, you know, myself, I got a press release. So I come to you with that release and you not only publish that, you know, and push that out to, you know, the, the big syndicated news networks. So like you said, exactly. Associated Press and everything like that. But you also push that out all to the social media world. But then mm-hmm. you also create, you know, the video. So you've got the, the real media view, you know, of your news as well. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So then you've got like th- potentially like three different avenues for traffic. Um, and then obviously, you know, whatever that might pick up and, and and I'm guessing you know links and and stuff like that for SEO benefit as well. Yeah, I mean we don't try like I I would say we're probably more SEO than than most of the PR companies out there. But I don't ever really promote that. Just um, 
you know, so, you know, there was, there was, there was one PR company whose, whose name I won't mention, um, PR web <laughs> who, <laughs> who went out and said, Hey, we're the SEO press release company. And, and instantly Google said, no, you're not. And actually just disappeared them from the internet for a couple of weeks. Mm. Just prove that fact. And, um, that's power, yeah. isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, I've so, seen some recent you know, they news. Left completely vulnerable. So I mean, I, I, I believe there's ab- absolutely huge SEO benefit in there. I just don't really outwardly promote it as much as, as most folks would just because uh, I'm in it for the long run. And, and SEO is one of the benefits, but it's not the only benefit. And I, I wouldn't put all my eggs in, in the SEO basket. So, yeah. So that, I mean, but just take one one step back a second on that point you know i mean that's power you know it's um and i saw a recent news article about google again you know being too monopolistic um whether deliberate or not um but the fact is they are they are such a giant and at at a push of the button they could just like you know switch off your business from a traffic perspective you know just for the hell of it i mean admittedly obviously from their perspective you know their their argument would be well you're just playing the system um but you know in in PR Web's case, you know they they've always known that um, press releases, you know, attract links and stuff like that, and, and they do have big SEO benefits. Um, so to to suddenly turn around to that company and just say, hey, but no, stop doing yeah. that, and 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 here's your punishment for a couple of weeks. Right, right, and that's you know, and and then they you know they made made them kind of scramble around and to be you know more Google compliant, and so one of the things that really upset a lot of folks um, was they, they just started deleting, you know, press releases that Google said, Oh, these press releases shouldn't be on this site. And they just deleted them. These were ones that people paid for and then they just didn't get reimbursed. And so there was really some, some unhappy folks, you know, going on with, you know, with that. And, and again, to me, it's just, you know, you really need to, you know, you need to look at the bigger picture. You know, I mean, that's, you know, that's a $35 million company, you know, and they're, and they're doing, you know, you know, they're doing a silly biz op play and, you know, they got bit for it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, it, yeah, that's the, what I don't want to do. So. Yeah. There's, there's like two, two lessons out of that, you know, there's the, the fact is that one thing I say to people is that, um, you know, never build a business that's reliant on another business. Okay. So never, um, you know, I see a lot of people building Facebook communities, which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But if you're building that as your core business, so in other words, if you're selling access to your Facebook community and and you're really working on that as your primary business, then that's a mistake because your whole business is reliant on the Facebook platform being available and your account being open and stuff like that. It's the same with Google Plus communities, you know, everything else. You know, if you're going to build anything, make sure it's on your own property, yes, on your own site, on your own servers. Um, And, you know, and secondly, especially when it comes to companies like Google, you know, never do anything for SEO value, always do it for traffic value. And if you focus on, you know, the traffic and writing content for real readers um, and real visits, then, you know, the SEO benefits just kind of come automatically, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's one of the things that was really, even even when I was in the thick of it as far as doing SEO work, um, people would always write copy for search engines and and it just didn't convert. I mean, it, it, it wasn't engaging. And, and if people went to the site, then, you know, it's really, you know, unless they're just doing some kind of cloaking or, or something where there's, you know, copywritten for search engines and then there's copywritten for readers. Um, it just, you know, it, it, it was just, it was just a terrible strategy. So, um, I've always said, you know, write, you know, your, your clients and your content are, are first, 
And then, you know, anything around that, because that's your strategy and anything around that is a tactic. So, um, I think the big, the big challenge is, is most folks, you know, especially in the internet marketing world is they, they just don't realize, you know, what, what a big wide world it is out there. And they, they focus on their one little thing, their one little tactic and, you know, they make a business out of it. And then when that changes and it just, you know, th- then they're just decimated and then they have to start all over again. And, and, um, you know, it's just, it's just kind of a tough thing. I mean, and, and everything's vulnerable. I mean, everything, everything eventually changes and, and businesses change and industries change, but, you know, especially when you base on these little micro micro type businesses that, you know, they could make a lot of money in, in, in the beginning, but you know, they always disappear. I mean, you know, now, now hangouts are the big thing and, and, and I use hangouts and I leverage them to death, but I, I would not build my business on a hangout. Um, just like with PR reach, we, in the beginning, we actually, our videos were, were, were YouTube videos. And I, I, I really started kind of getting that feeling like, you know, this is kind of a vulnerability because if YouTube decides to, you know, you know, who knows, maybe they, they go to a paid model or they do some kind of crazy thing or they change their terms or, or, or whatever, then, you know, uh, you know, my whole business is gone. And so I, I actually started migrating over to other platforms that I own where I actually own the videos. And it was a good thing because there was some guy that, uh, was, I, I, you know, an affiliate marketer that was using my press releases and, and he started, uh, view bot spamming, you know, my YouTube channel so that, it, you know, his videos would rank and, um, eventually got that channel banned. So, mm. you know, it's a perfect example of, of, you know, where I could have just, I, you know, because I was, you know, you know, relying heavily on, on the, you know, another company and another source, then, then, uh, you know, I, I could have lost my whole business, but by then I'd already had everything. I just flipped a switch and I already had them, you know, on other channels. And then, you know, it took me 30 minutes to, to move everything over because I was already prepared for it. So. Cool. So Rob, let me ask you like, so for, you know, let's, you know, I've got all these people on my tribe, you know, who are launching software products or scaling or whatever. Um, and so they're going to be thinking, right now I need to get a press release out there. I need to get my news out there. Um, you know, should they just do one, you know, when they launch, um, should they do like one a month? Um, you know, what, what sort of angles can people, people take, you know, when they're putting out press releases? Right. And, and, and that's a good, uh, uh, a good question. That's probably one of my, one of my biggest questions. I, I actually, if you go to my site, um, when you go to the blog section, there's a little pop-up it's, it's, and you, you, you can opt in and get a, it's 108 reasons to write a press release because the, one of my biggest questions is, you know, one is how to write a press release and the other is, you know, what reasons do I have to write a press release? Um, with sop, software folks, uh, there, there's, you know, uh, there's a lot of, so, you know, so, some angles you might be able to take is, you know, of course there's a launch, so you can announce, announce the launch. Um, if it's some kind of disruptive technology that might change the industry, then you can talk about that. Um, you can also look, uh, uh, there's something we, I, I, it's, it's called news jacking where you can actually go to Google news and, and type in some, some, uh, phrases or sentences that are related to your product or your industry or your business. And you can see what's going on in the news. And so then you can actually do press releases where you're the expert commenting on that, on that particular thing. So, you know, maybe something happened with Oracle and, and, or, you know, or, or, you know, some, you know, some, you know, some database software that you might be tied into that's tied into your software, you know, something like that, um, you know, SQL or whatever. And, you know, there's some kind of industry change and you could say, you know, now you could be an industry expert and, and quote on that. Mm. So depending obviously with your targeting, you know, that, 
that demographic. Right. But but you're you're right. You know, I mean, that's a great point. So, you know, you kind of look at what your market um, might be reading and what's newsworthy, and then you kind of piggyback. You find something that's really really trending, um, mm-hmm. and then piggyback on that and sort of tie into that story. Right. Yeah, because I yeah, guess there's... I guess also because other journalists are you know monitoring that as well. Yeah. So whatever right. the buzzword or hashtag is. You know they're they're monitoring that, so you can kind of piggyback on that and and see if you get you know a mention, um, you know within the press, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can, um, you know, maybe there's a journalist that that wrote something that, that's related to your industry, and then you write a press release that's commenting on it. That you could send it to that journalist, and, and that journalist might interview you, and and you're you're you know if you have a, a counterpoint mm. or something like that. So that's mm. you know that's a really a, a really good way to uh, get actual you know hits from the. You know, a lot of people think too um, that you know you're you know you just put a press release out there and you're just instantly going to um, you know you know journalists are just going to instantly call you and, and a lot of times you know you really need to kind of tr- track down the people that are the, the thought leaders in your industry and and you know and and write a press release and kind of direct it towards them if if you're looking to get on the news or the media and it's uh, and, and it's really not that hard. Um, my wife just uh, she just got on the news. Uh, I think it's 140 different markets, um, um, and we sent and, and that actually we just sent out a press release and they, and they just hit her up. But she, she does so much. She does so much news and she's into media so much, and she has a huge media room so that they 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 basically can go you know do a little bit of research on her and say oh this you know she's been on Good Morning America and Oprah and all that kind of stuff. So you know she she knows what she's doing. So she gets you know it's a lot easier for her to do that. But really. Anybody can do that. Any any business you, you think, well, oh, my business doesn't. It's not newsworthy or it's it's not related. But I mean, you know, my wife's a, uh, an image consultant, a professional organizer, and you know, when she started, when she decided she wanted to do that, I mean, there, like, I didn't even know what that was, and and if, and you know, I I was doing SEO, so nobody was even looking for that because you know now it's different because there's TV shows about it and you know all that good kind of stuff. Um, so it's, it's a lot more visible, but, but at the time we actually kind of created a whole market around, you know, around PR, you know, and we, we would, we would do press releases like, um, uh, we would, we would pitch different news sources like how, you know, you know, spring cleaning, you know, uh, spring cleaning your garage or, or, or getting organized for back to school or how to, you know, how to, you know, change your image for your new job interview and things like that. And, um, and that got her on the news, which got her a lot of exposure, which got her a lot of traffic. And, and, you know, now she's pretty much the, the, you know, that, that led to, um, you know, more nationally syndicated, uh, interviews, which led to her actually being keynote speakers, you know, getting like seven to $10,000 keynote gigs, um, for speaking for Intuit and Hewlett Packard, things like that. So, right, right, right. Cool. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, another thing, you know, cause we go back, uh, you know, a couple of years and, and, you know, we've met up a couple of times and, and I remember the last chat that we had, um, and this kind of goes to, to my next question, but we were talking about Upworthy, um, and you mentioned that, you know, as, as a, a site to look at because they get like, you know, extreme sort of viral traffic and they use, um, a lot of tricks around the headlines and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, are there any particular angles that, that you would take or, or any advice as to how people could find, you know, uh, an angle to get, you know, their press release at least read, you know, because the worst thing that anyone wants to do is just to say, right, brand name is now launched. Okay? Right. Yeah. I mean, no one's interested. Okay. Cause, cause they're seeing that like 500 times a day. 
Well, um, yeah, one of the biggest mistakes folks do is, is they write a press release, you know, kind of, you know, they're in their own little microcosm in their own little world. And, and they're, you're writing this press release, you know, it's kind of which they think is, you know, something brilliant about them, but you know, nobody really cares, honestly, you know, when, when you write a press release, it really needs to engage the reader or the journalist and it needs to touch on something that is a vested interest, you know, for, for the reader or the journalist where, you know, it, most people write a press release based on whatever interest, you know, the, the, the person submitting the releases. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So it's not about you basically. Yeah. Um, it's, it's about the reader and it's about the journalist. And if you write for the reader and write for the journalist, and that's what Upworthy is really good at because, um, their titles are just crazy engaging. And, and there's a, there's a PDF out there where they, they actually did a presentation. Like, how do we write our, how do we write our titles? And they, um, they usually write on average, I think it's like 22 or 27 different versions of that title before they, you know, they pick the one and, and it's always something that's, that's it, it, a hook, you know, it, it, it hooks, it hooks you in and brings you in. And, and I say, I say probably 70% of your press release is your title and your hook because that's, what's going to show um, online. You know, that's, that's what people are going to see first. And if that's not engaging, you know, if it's like, you know, you know, Dave's hot dog stand now, you know, carries mustard, you know, nobody's going to care, you know, but, uh, mm. you know, uh, you know, if they tie it into, you know, uh, you know, GMO free something or other, you know, you know, it's, you know, some, some kind of angle that, that, that is, that is newsworthy, then, then that's, you know, that's going to make a big difference. Um, yeah. something really but, stupid, like GMO mustard makes your hair go green. Exactly. Yeah, someone's going to read that, right? Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's got to be true. But yeah, and <laughs> it, actually, that, that one probably is true. But, um, you know, so that's, you know, that's the angle that you want to do is you want to you want to look at a much, much bigger picture. And that's how people that are, you know, there's smaller businesses, you, you'd be surprised because, you know, people in the news are, 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 they don't have enough news for their cycle. That's why you just see the same stuff over and over again it's because they're just you know they, they just can't find you know enough stories and enough interesting things um so if you just have that little bit of an angle that that's that relates you know that's that's something that's really newsworthy then then you know you're you know you've just got your you know you've just got a ton of free traffic and a ton of free people that are interested in the same thing that you're you're selling because um, because the 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 newspaper or, or or the the media wants that as well right so they they want the traffic for their site. So they have to publish absolutely. interesting stuff. Yeah. Think so about, yeah. yeah. Think about when you write a press release, think about how can I drive traffic to these people? You know, how can these, you know, so mm. because that's, that's what they want. And, and it, it, that's exactly right. If they're, they're looking for things that is going to drive traffic to their site or their, you know, their channel or, or, or whatever, you know, media source, you know, outlet that they are, then, you know, and, and if you can provide that for them, then, then, you know, you pretty much own them. So. Brilliant. So, um, so I, I need to write a press release, right? And so I need to make, right. uh, I need to perhaps do some searching, find out what's trending, I guess, on Google trends. Um, maybe look at Upworthy to try and get an idea of what sort of titles to, to, or what sort of angles to take to make right. my title, um, you know, interesting, right? Google News is another good source. Right. Uh, you know, type in, you know, different different phrases related to your business and see what's what's popular. What what you know, look at those titles. Mm-hmm. Um, Dig 
Reddit, stumble upon, look at the top trending titles related to your business and industry, because those are, you know, those are, you know, if, if those titles aren't good, they're not going to rise the top, you know, just the way that those, those particular um, social media sources are structured, then, you know, there it's, it's just not going to happen. So that, you know, that's another one, you know, look at, you know, even Twitter, you know, it, Twitter trending topics, you know, does, you know, are, are any of your topics related to, you know, whatever, whatever the top trends are and, you know, can you tie, you, can you tie a story into, into those, those, uh, those trends? Mm. No, absolutely. And then, then what's the best thing then? So they, you know, should I, should I write my release and then, um, you know, sign up for, you know, one of yours and, and submit it? What, what's the best approach? Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, the way we're set up is is uh, you know you just sign up and and then we we have you know training that'll just walk you through um, some unique things that we have that other press release companies don't have. Uh, you can um, we don't charge. You know, if you want to add your own video, it, it'll actually be uh, if you want to have a YouTube video, it, it, it's actually embedded and you can add you know add different you know documents like PDF downloads or images. Um, you know, kind of any kind of. Uh, uh, extra material that, that a journalist may want, you know, um, you can, you can add it to your press release. Um, the other thing too, is, is we actually have a second section where you can write a 300 word summary for the, the actual anchor person that reads your press release, because we found a lot of times you, th- just the way a press release is written and structured that it, it doesn't necessarily, you know, become the most engaging, you know, engaging video, you know, when somebody reads it. You know, so uh, how a news, how an anchor person or a news person would read it is probably different than how a press release is read. So um, there's a there's a separate section where you can write that so that the what the anchor person reads is a lot more engaging and and um, which is great because you know then say you take that video you put it on your site. Um, now that it is more engaging, that increases time on page, which is also a ranking factor, and and um, you know it, it hooks you in. So, and, and and like you know, if I didn't want to write the release myself, what is there a, a, some service you can recommend or anything that? Yeah, yeah. When you that- sign up, I actually have some links on the thank you page that oh, okay. that'll send you to the people that we uh, um, we're we don't offer press release writing just right now, just because it's it's actually kind of a conflict because we do have tier one syndication, which is, you know, is, is pretty hard to get. And if we don't put out quality press releases, then, then we'll get kicked out. So our, our editors are, are pretty stringent. So if, if we offered to write a press release and then we rejected it, it's probably going to make folks upset. Got it. So, so it's a bit of a conflict of interest. So, so we refer people, but you know, they're still subject to our editorial process. And really that's in your best interest because you know, if, you know, if it's not a good press release, you're not going to engage anybody anyway. You mm-hmm. know, and, and another good thing, too, as far as writing a press release is is look at how, you know, especially if you're targeting certain journalists or certain markets, you know, look how articles and stories are written and, and pretty much just write their story for them. Because a lot of journalists are so busy, you know, if, it, if it's well written and it's engaging and it's, you know, somewhat in their style of, you know, whether, you know, you know, if, you, if you're going after TV, it's going to be written a little bit different for TV than it is for a newspaper. But, you know, if, if you kind of have that story already in the can where they can just take it and, and rewrite it a little bit, then, you know, you're going to get picked up a lot more also. So, Got it. Brilliant. All right. So and and you've got, you know, some tips and, and stuff on your site at PRH.com. So so people can at least get the, the basic structure um, outlined, you know, in their own head 
Right. Um, yeah. And, 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 if you go to prh.com, yeah. um, just go to our blog section and there's a mm-hmm. bunch of articles and training and, and different tips and ideas. And I actually have one, one article on, on how to write a press release. And, um, I talk a lot about how, how we would do SEO, which is, is, is pretty, it's pretty contrary to the way most folks do. Like, like I, I pretty much, um, don't support anchor, anchor text links anymore. Um, mm. You know, especially, you know, if, if you're not a full-time SEO and you're not doing this all the time because everything changes so much, um, you know, what, one of the big uh, Panda and Penguin uh, uh, things that happened when they updated was, you know, you know an, an over-anchor text penalty. Got it. And, um, and so, so... And I guess just reading reading ahead or thinking ahead about what you're probably going to say is yeah. that I guess like if you do one press release with your anchor text optimized for some keyword, the syndication is so massive, you know, with, with your service that you could end up with like hundreds and hundreds of Yeah, uh, we get links. sometimes three to 6,000, you know, you know, other sites, you know, you, you know, embedding those press releases and linking back to your site. So right, yeah. if, if you're a fairly new site and you don't have that many links and all of a sudden you have 6,000 anchor text links, you know, pointing to your site with that one word, then you're, you're, you're pretty much going to be shut down for a while. So, yeah. Um, and Google with their LSI, their latent semantic in- indexing, which is just kind of a fancy scientific word for they know the shit you're writing on your site. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, uh, their, uh, you know, w- their LSI is so sophisticated that really, I mean, we've actually ranked sites for that were talking about a subject related to a keyword, but that keyword wasn't actually even on that site. Um, but Google thought, you know, that it, it related, you know, it was themed that, you know, close enough. So it, you know, I, I don't think your t- anchor text really even matters that much. I think the quality of the content and, you know, writing about the subject matter will matter much more. Got it. Brilliant. All right. Well, look, we're coming to the end of the show now, but, um, you know, just tell me, you know, obviously you're an entrepreneur like myself. Um, and you know, you've, you've come from, I know you started off in PR, I think. Um, and then you, you've gone through a whole world of, um, you know, SEO and free traffic. And now you have your own, you know, press release company. You know, what, what do you look to, you know, to drive yourself forward as an entrepreneur? What, what, you know, who do you follow? Um, and any advice you can give to, you know, any of my tribe listening, you know, today who are building their own company, um, and, you know, and looking for, you know, ways to succeed and motivation and things like that. Anything you can offer there to help them? Um, yeah. You know, as far as, you know, I, I've kind of actually kind of thinned down as far as people I follow or, you know, you know, um, just because, uh, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm so subject to entrepreneur, you know, ADHD that, uh, that, um, I've really just kind of, kind of disconnected from a lot of that stuff. I mean, uh, books I'm reading, um, see, uh, Trust me, I'm lying. By Ryan Holiday is a really good one because uh, it, it, it really talks about how the media, media is being manipulated and uh, um, how how easy it is for somebody to do. <laughs> right. Um, and, and he also has one called Growth Hacker Marketing, which which uh, I'm, I'm kind of reading those side to side. Um, advice uh, as far as entrepreneurs, um, I would say probably my, you know one of the one of the biggest things, uh, biggest lessons for me as far as just taking things to the next level and, uh, you know, you know, running businesses as opposed to, to hustles is, um, look at your strategies and not your tactics. 
you know, because, you know, for the longest time, especially with SEO, um, you know, I was just a tactic guy. I had all these really cool, crazy things that people go, oh, that's brilliant. You know, you could do this and this is what happens. And, but, it, you know, it's just a tactic. It's not a long game. It's not a big game. It's not a business you're building. So look at the strategies. I mean, I still love the tactics, but tactics are just part of a strategy and it's, and it's implemented in there. So don't base your business on a tactic, base it on a strategy. Brilliant. And I think just the, the takeaway, you know, obviously there's that, but the takeaway before you were just saying, when you talked about, you know, entrepreneur ADD, which we all suffer from is, is thinning out who you listening to, you know, so yeah. actually you're talking about focusing, you know, so, you know, start unsubscribing from other people's lists and stuff, you know, really just value the content that you're reading, um, yeah. thin it out. And, um, and that will obviously give you the, you know, the freedom in your brain, you know, to focus on your core business, right? Yeah. There, there just comes a time when, you know, you have to stop looking at everybody else's business and do run your own business. And, and, you know, for me, I'm a, a you know, I, I don't know everything and I'm always constantly learning, but you know, there, you know, I'm at the point now where I'm dedicating myself to doing, you know, implementing everything I've learned. And, you know, there'll come a point where I'll probably, you know, shift the other way and, and kind of go back into my learning phase. Cause I, you know, it's, it's just something I love, but it, you know, at, at this game, you know, at this kind of point in my, in my career and business, um, you know, I, I just need to do stuff and, mm. and, you know, you, you know, there's, there's no book that's ever going to teach you, you know, really how to succeed except for just actually doing it. And, and sometimes even failing is, is probably, you know, I, I look at it as tuition kind of, you know, every, every time I fail at something, I just don't do that anymore. And, and, you know, I've learned something and, and it, it may have cost me a little bit, but in the long run, you know, when I'm playing in a bigger, better, you know, bigger field, um, then, then, you know, I, I've learned by that mistake. So that's, you know, one of the, one of the things that, you know, and it's pretty contrary because I know everybody else is like, oh, you know, you need to absorb this. And, and, and I, you know, I, I agree to, to a certain extent, but I also, you know, think, you know, there, there comes a time when you just need to do stuff and you just need to focus and, 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 and get rid of all those distractions. Absolutely. Brilliant. Rob, listen, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, and for any listeners, um, prreach.com is the site you need to go to. Um, and there's loads of tips and strategies on the blog there. It tells you all about it. Plus, you know, Rob's download, um, I think it's 118 different ways to write a press release. Um, so you can go and grab that at the site um, and, you know, create one of these, you know, really groundbreaking press releases um, for, you know, a hell of a lot less than any of the competition um, and, and, you know, 10 times more powerful, especially with the video content. <laughs> so, Rob, thanks very much. Really appreciate it. Hey, Paul, thanks for having me. If you enjoyed the show, you can get the show notes from disruptware.com. And if you are not a subscriber and you're listening to this in the iTunes store, then please visit disruptware.com and sign up. That's it for this episode. Look out for next week's show. I'm Paul Clifford, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Disruptware podcast. Check us out on the web at disruptware.com.